0: not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin.
1: Charlie White and Ron Vrooman, welcome as guests on Freedom Forum Radio.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: I will say to you that due process is an extremely extremely important thing Uh, i have done numerous interviews uh, and written numerous articles on my website about the importance of due process due process is what separates us from totalitarian governments when you in a totalitarian government the government can send its stormtroopers to your door drag you out of there and disappear you to some underground prison where you're never heard from again due process is the one the one thing that is that prevents that from happening in because of our bill of rights supposedly and yet we all know of instances in which uh due process has been seriously violated uh you know the uh, you know we all know we read about it in the papers where the police enter the wrong house or they do these uh, uh, no knock uh, arrests and all this kind of stuff. And that to me is a, the one of the, probably one of the most dangerous things that is going on in terms of our freedom and in terms of um, our constitutional republic and our individual rights. Uh, due process is critically important. Um, we've, we've had interviews with uh, with people who, whose due process has been seriously uh, violated. But wh- what does that do? I mean, you've had an effect in your state for getting some people uh, out of the way of creating these problems. Where does it go from there for you? What is is the goal that you're looking for, and how do you get there? That's really what I'd like to know.
3: You want to take that one? No, go ahead. Um, Four people from our Jural Assembly, members of our civilian court, a common law court of record, four people, need to confront every sheriff, 36, every district attorney, 36, and every presiding judge of every county, 36, and demand from them their oath of office, their bond, and to see that oath and see the bond and hear them take the oath with God included. That is a lawful oath a lawful constitution because our constitution was changed unlawfully in 1910, and we know it. We are no longer deceived. Now, they don't want to see us. They don't want to be confronted. I was in court today. I drove to—no, I don't. I don't drive anymore. I rode with William (laughs) to uh, Eugene, and we appeared in court one of our members is in their court. Their court has him, their de facto court, which has no honor and has no judges and has no oaths. And anyhow, that group has him and they have him in jail. And he has been Unlawfully. out. What?
2: Unlawfully, illegally.
3: Yeah. They, But in any case, uh, There is due process on how you arrest somebody and then how you treat them. And uh, that's not working out. So every man is entitled to counsel. What kind of counsel, Charlie? Unfettered, assisted counsel. Absolutely. That was denied at his arraignment last week. It was denied again today. We had nine people in court that would have taken the position of counsel but weren't allowed to because there was six huge cops in the room. The judge would not use a microphone, and I was thrown out of the court. No, I was escorted out of the court by by three very large men. Because I was demanding from the gallery that the judge speak up in such a manner that we could hear what he was saying, and that we wanted his oath, and we wanted his bond, and we wanted him to fulfill his contractual agreement, which he had not done, and he was sitting on the bench. But I said most of that on the way out. And uh, one got thrown out after me, but we're not going to put up with it. And we're going to do it lawfully. We're going to do it as best we possibly can. And uh, there's a thing called private attorney general. I was a private attorney general a long time ago when I found out about it. And uh, a private attorney general is 42 USC 1988. Then there's uh, a qualified criminal investigator, which is 18 U.S.C. 1510. And then there's federal witness, which is 18 U.S.C. 1512. And I am all of those things. So that function is to take the information that you have and supply it to the Department of Justice. So the Department of Justice can have RICO and class action suits and cleaned it up. And so uh, we notified them two days ago, or we notified them recently that that was going to happen. And today I filed my first filing with them about the most recent due process violations that we're going to bring in federal court against the Lane County Sheriff and the Lane County, uh, Lane County Circuit Court. So that's the next step that we're taking and that's to enforce the law. We had a, was it, Larry. Larry came and explained to us enforcing the law, using the law to make the law do what it's supposed to do. And, okay, so we're giving that a shot, coming full circle from de facto into de jure, running de jure all the way through the, the system, until it processes out the other end with the private attorney general taking all of the information to the DOJ. Will they do their job or won't they? We're going to find out. We're, we're doing the whole thing. And, and we can't do it all by ourselves. We got to get 33 more states, 32 more states, to meet in a congress assembled so that we can do the job of original jurisdiction and put back what we were supposed to have and get rid of this de facto criminal element that's that's there it it can't stand when you stand in its face they back down
1: so <laughs> how do you envision this playing out from now on charlie
2: well more people are coming forward um people are becoming very frustrated with the lack of response and the authority over them that is unwarranted um we know that there is so much corruption and criminal uh, mutual cooperation um so that uh, I think the people, really, it's just up to the people to rise up and and show force. When we were in the court and they see a lot of people showing up, it makes a difference because it's eyes on what it is that they're doing. And the more communication we have amongst ourselves the more uh, eyes are on it and the brighter the light that we shine on all of this hidden agenda that they have going on. Uh, people are seeing the corruption and it's appalling, really, honestly. So a lot of what we do is education and in the process of educating others, we're learning. So we just keep learning. We keep talking about it. For example, in this court case that um, we're involved in right now with one of our members, um, uh. I just talked with him this morning and he said, you know, we need to get the press on this, you know, call the local newspapers, uh, get some reporters in here. Even if they can't get a camera into the the courtroom, uh, there is some uh, some -hmm. reporting that can be done and words that can be written that will make a difference. And we're learning more and more that if we can get some play in the public, we do have uh, public television uh, channel that one of our members our tech guy um, puts on uh, for our recordings on so you know fortunately we do have this alternative alternative media opportunity and um unfettered <laughs> is really important and the more we talk about it and the more we are all learning um uh, we're we're making a difference we really are uh, it doesn't feel like it very much and they're getting I think more afraid of this, uh, rise in awareness and consciousness. I, there are many levels of this, you know, it's not just on the material level. There's a spiritual component here. It's good versus evil. And there's a greater consciousness that is absolutely, I feel it, very strongly coming in that is going to really break this whole corrupt system apart. Um, you know, we are at this point in our assembly demanding oaths. We want them to admit and agree, that either, you know, step aside or take a proper oath and serve the people. You know, career politicians no more. That's not the point. We're supposed to have public servants, not paid employees of the government. Our government has been taken over and bribed, you know, a lot of money circulating in the wrong places. I mean, if you look at Kaffer. Budgets, um all of the hidden money, and yet they keep doing bonds and raising money, supposedly from the people and <clears> raising taxes and all of that is skimming. It's just more corruption. So we're, we're to...
1: Charlie White and Ron Vrooman, welcome as guests on Freedom Forum radio.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: I mean, it's it's pretty obvious to us, is that, the entire government in washington cdc is bought and paid for yes uh when you when you spend 90 million or 100 million dollars to get elected to an office whose salary is 175,000 a year there's an enormous disparity uh that other 89 or 90 million dollars has got to go somewhere and we know where it goes it goes to buy influence uh to have an agenda uh, pushed forward that is not an agenda of the people. Uh, That's really what's got to change. So, Ron, uh, or Charlie, or both of you, sum up for me, that's the system that needs to go. That corrupt system in which they're all bought and paid for needs to go. How does the Jural Assembly movement address that issue? Ron? Um.
3: We think we address it using the founding documents, and so far we've been right. And what it took us four and a half years to do can be done in 30 days, lawfully, legitimately, legally, all the paperwork done in 30 days. You haven't done the physical work, but you've done all the paperwork, and you did it all at once and you would have a general assembly, and you would be ready to do the work. And we think the primary work that needs to be done is to return to a constitutional Republican form of government. This is not democracy. This, this is not uh, getting... of the vote on your side has nothing to do with it. This is to put a Republican form of government. I want to do it in Philadelphia. We don't know. I want to do it in August because we could get it done and be home in time for harvest. And that's important. So I think we can get it done this year. And it's not difficult. We became, yeah, Charlie, we became. The provisional government on Oregon and Charlie's de boss last June, when, when we gave them Article 1, Section 1 in their face and they acquiesced to it, all of these power entities in Salem, sheriffs and all of them, we said, this is who we are and this is what we're doing. And you have seven, fourteen, twenty-one 21 days to respond or you will have acquiesced and defaulted three times. And they've done that many times. We are the provisional government on Oregon. I think any state, territory, or commonwealth can get to that same place on paperwork. You don't have boots on the ground, but you will have the paperwork done that will enable boots on the ground in 30 days, you will have a provisional government on your state, territory, or, or commonwealth, and they will have acquiesced to it because they can't stand against us. 30 days. We've got uh, 32 more states and 17 territories to get where we are, and they can do it in 30 days. And, uh, Hell, we can still do it. we got May, June, July, and all of August. Don't have to be home till September when we have harvest.
1: Charlie, would you like to sum up? It's been really, this has been an incredible discussion, I have to admit, because it says I have learned a lot about this entire movement. Uh, and believe me, the goal of reestablishing a constitutional republic uh is critically important um you know some of my some of my 60 second videos address that because the united states is not a democracy
2: no, and you don't want
1: one. not at all you don't want one because we're 51 percent it's mob rule where 51 mm-hmm. percent of the people tell the other 49 percent what they have to do a constitutional republic is the only form of government that protects the natural law rights of individual citizens so in closing charlie white what is your closing statement uh, <laughs> and i just want to say once again the oregon state juror uh, statewide Journal assembly orsja.org go to the website learn even more charlie white send us for us and thank you both for being guests on Freedom Forum Radio.
2: Thank you for having us. I would say in closing that um, we need to know and recognize who we are, that we are men and women. We stand on the land and soil of this beautiful country, and it's our responsibility to take duty and uh, take take jurisdiction, our, our, our human jurisdiction. We are creative, amazing people who do not need to be ruled over and, um, and a lot of people have said, well, they have the guns, so, you know, what, what can we do? Uh, we are so much more powerful when we unite, when we, we don't have to agree on every single point, but we have to recognize our strength and our power and, and who we come from, our essence. And hold, hold, stand tall and join together and take responsibility for the jobs that need to be done. There are too many people who, who really don't care or who are too comfortable. And I say that those of us who have the opportunity and the privilege of being comfortable have the greater responsibility to step forward for those who, who can't, who either, you know, are burdened by children or living on the street or who have significant health or you know psychological issues there are a lot of those people who really need us to step up uh, we need to start caring more and that's what we do in the assembly every one of us could run our state if they would step aside we could just continue running it right it's that simple the money is the corruption take out the take the money away from those who have the authority COVID proved that they don't need to be in those offices. They don't need to be in their homes on their computers for everything to continue running. I don't think that it would have to be a great disruption if they all just stepped aside. There are a lot of things that are going on that will just continue going on. doesn't have to be the way we think it is. And the taxes, we well know, aren't going to the services that we need. They're going the wrong direction.
1: Riley White, Ron Verman, thank you very much, of the Oregon Statewide Jural Assembly. Thank you very much for being guests on Freedom Forum Radio. Very, very challenging and
3: interesting discussion. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you.
3: And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything going to be all right this morning. <laughs>